Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. And John Marson. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. Right, so we need to talk about some TV news. Um, Some of it's quite old, um, but I haven't spoken to you guys for a while, so it's still news to us, I suppose. Um, first up uh, would have to be the True Detective 2 casting. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we've got um, Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn have joined the cast. I'm, I'm well up for Colin Farrell, but um, Vince Vaughn, I'm not so sure about. I've just never seen him do anything interesting and dramatic. It's always been uh, kind of like his characters are always seem to be like either sleazy douchebag types or kind of light relief. I've never seen him do any high drama. I've never been particularly impressed with his acting skills. But then a lot of people said similar things about... um, Woody Harrelson. (laughs) No, well, the other guy, I was Matthew McConaughey. No, I'd seen him in a few things before that. He'd done a few smaller productions that floated by boat kind of thing, but... I suppose he'd done Dazed and Confused yeah, back in the day. For, Stuff like that. There'd been a few, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Colin Farrell, yeah, that that should be good. But we've got... Uh, it's the dude that directed the latest couple of Fast and Furious as well, isn't it, for the first two? Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, the, the, the thing about the first season of True Detective was that, I mean, it was great writing, and that's always going to be the the cornerstone of most decent TV. But you also had a very strong A-list cast and uh, the same director, Kerry Fukunaga, I think is their name. Um, And they had that, you know, fantastic... I think the show really benefited from having that consistency. Um, I I think they also had the same cinematographer. Um, But yeah, it looks like this one, they're going to be swapping around the directors and stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work. And again, Vince Vaughn as a criminal, I, I just don't see it myself. But you know, I, I'm, I'm. Is he going to be the criminal, or is he going to be one of the cops? He's a criminal. The second cop hasn't been cast oh, yet, okay, or gotcha. hasn't yeah, been announced yeah. yet, at least. So, uh, but then you know, I'm, I'm quite open to it. I'll, I'll keep an open mind when I watch it. Although I do suspect it might fall flat on its face this time around. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. This, this is an anthology show. And the closest point of reference I have for a show like that would be American Horror Story. And while I've only seen the first two seasons of American Horror Story, 
um, there's a lot linking one to the next so there's quite you know like there was a lot of um, things carried over it felt like you were watching the same show and I just wonder if uh, Nick Pizzolatto's writing will be you know will have that much of a stamp that it will feel like the same show you know it's going to be tough to pull it off I think um, I mean that that first series was so great um, mm. especially when you there's not going to be familiar characters I just I I don't know, it it will be hard for him to put out something just as good as that first series. Yeah, I mean, it's none of the same actors at all. I mean, maybe there might be some side roles that they might bring in again, but I I don't know. I, I, think, I think they're almost kind of deliberately a, avoiding that sort of thing because they don't want it. Because, I mean, American Horror Story can get away with that kind of thing because it's a bit schlocky and silly, to be honest. But um, this is like a really credible show, like very serious um and uh yeah i just i just wonder i'm just curious i mean it, yeah it's just fascinating yeah um, i mean maybe how, we should have a bit more faith because um you know that first series was so good and perhaps perhaps we should they, they've proven that they know what they're doing haven't they so maybe we should give them a little bit more a little bit more i credence. guess it just depends how much you think uh the writing uh is is at the core of it and it could i guess you could argue it, it could is. be another heroes but why don't we wait and see yeah Okie doke. Uh, let's move on then. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, probably the biggest news um, should have maybe started with this actually is that um, Twin Peaks is coming back. Um, did <laughs> did any of us ever watch Twin Peaks? I did. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so all oh, right. So so what was Twin Peaks then, John? Uh, <laughs> if you can remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll cast my mind way way back. Um, it was kind of like a murder mystery almost. Uh, Settling around a town, um, a very popular girl gets killed, and then they all, you know, there's there's people trying to figure out what happened, the FBI, and uh, but it's also very very weird. But a lot of people credit it as being one of those seminal shows that kicked off this whole um, serious TV show thing, if that makes sense, like the sort of artier side of TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's D- David Lynch, wasn't it? He uh, directed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, made his name doing it, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. It had a very famous pop song associated with it as well, wasn't it? Fire Walk With Me or... Did I? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, show Showtime are bringing this back for a nine-episode run that's going to basically take place in real time 25 years later. So everyone's going to be 25 years older. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll be kind of interesting. Um, you'd have to watch the entire first lot first though. Yeah. <laughs> to understand what the hell is going on. And even then you might well, not only... understand. Is it Amanda Palmer? I think was, no, I'm talking Laura Palmer. Laura Palmer. Thank you. Yeah. It was the, the victim. So it was all who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah. I, I think when it first ran, I was. Yeah, it was like past my bedtime There's some, sort of thing. <laughs> there was some really weird stuff in it. There's serious surrealism. Yeah, I I still might go back and, and, and check it out, actually, before this airs. This isn't going to be until 2016 this starts, so uh, got plenty of time to catch up. I think there were only like 20 episodes, so it's kind of... Doable. Doable, yeah, yeah I reckon. Uh, do you think you'll bother with it, Ian? I don't think so. <clears throat> I still haven't watched all the Fargo yet, so... 
Oh, that's st- criminal. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I've got stuff stuff stacking up. Well, I think um, Twin Peaks was definitely mentioned uh, around Fargo and also American Horror Story and plenty of other shows that I think we watch. So uh, it's definitely, I think it's kind of like, it might, I worry it might be a bit like The Shield where I've kind of missed the boat. Oh, I don't know, because it's so um, old school and stylized that I, it's not like The Shield. The Shield was no. always kind of pretty lo-fi even in its time, so it hasn't aged quite as well, but I think Twin Peaks would be all right. I, I, you just know it, though. They're going to do some kind of epic remastering of it, aren't they? Oh, To coincide yeah. with the new one coming out. Yeah, it'll, it'll come out in, like, we've reshot the entire thing in uh, in a 70-inch film. <laughs> yeah. Because I wonder if, if it's even in widescreen and stuff. I don't know how it was originally shot. Um, no, it wouldn't have been in widescreen. I, I can't remember, but, you know, it's way before widescreen as a TV medium. I don't know, though, because, like, Lynch, he might have sort of insisted on doing it all like cinema style um i don't i don't i I don't remember it being widescreen perhaps it was but i'm pretty sure it's four to three okay oh well um i watched uh grand budapest hotel the other day and that's not in widescreen for much were you you all right (laughs) did you bear up okay (laughs) no it was fine it worked really well it was good it was done to sort of illustrate time but yeah Okay. Might talk about that later. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, final bit of TV news that isn't really TV news, um, but I don't know. I figured um, it wasn't really movie news either. Although it does relate to a movie called Dread, and uh, basically, there's been various campaigns going on, basically ever since the first film tanked. Um, <laughs> to sort of rallying behind it, asking for a sequel. It didn't deserve to tank. It should have done so well. Just to be clear to anyone who's not seen the film, we mean the one with Carl Urban, not the shit one with <laughs> Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, the, the the producer of, of the film, uh, Adi Shankar, he, he put a video up on YouTube just saying how... Um, he, you know, he knows that the studios aren't interested in making another film, but that that he's pretty much uh, he's going to make this uh, mini series happen, whether anyone pays for it or not. Kind of in a similar way to the uh, Dirty Laundry Punisher yeah. style thing that came out, and well, this that was is going to be a well, seven part. It? That was him, uh, yeah, producing yeah. it or making it happen. Anyway, um, it's not clear whether uh, Carl Urban or Olivia. Burlby are going to come back to reprise their roles but um, it's definitely going to happen uh, and so that's something to look forward to I thought, uh, some more dread Absolutely. So this one's going to be about the Dark Judges apparently but um, so it'd be cool to see some Judge Death and so, some of the crazy shit that they get up to with uh, like the sort of brutal justice that they dish out, even worse than the stuff that Dread gives people but um, yeah we don't know what the format's going to be yet, whether it's going to be a full sort of 40 minute episode or whether we're just looking at little five, 10 minute shorts for each one. So I don't know how excited to get. And also if they're going to do all that dark judges stuff, that's like asking for perhaps an even higher production value than the movie, which was done on a shoestring relatively. Um, So yeah, I mean, yeah, mind boggles, but, no, it's good. It's good that they're doing some more dread. Um, thought it was worth mentioning that. Uh, definitely check out the movie if you haven't seen it. If you want some very um, stripped down, old school 
street justice. <laughs> Extremely uh, graphic. It is, but also very, uh, very artistic in the way that it's yeah. shot as well. And yeah. totally in keeping with the comics as well. It really captured the feel of Dread for me, that film. Yeah, yeah, we see. It did. Talking of comics, uh, let's talk about some TV we've actually been watching. Um, and I'm going to start, I think, with um, Gotham. I still care for you deeply, but I don't believe that you still care for me anymore. I then where's my money? Boy! Sorry. If you let this hair go frizzy, you will be. Ma'am, Detective Bullock is here. Keep him warm. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Oswald. You want to turn? May I? Knock yourself out, kid. Thank you, Mr. Gilzean. Now, I think I'm the only one of us who's seen this, right? Yeah. So, it's a bit of a theme tonight. (laughs) Sorry, mate. No, it's all right. Yeah, no... Uh, so, yeah, I watched the pilot of Gotham, so you guys didn't have to, basically. Um, I, I was kind of on the fence about the whole thing, to be honest. Um, basically, it's a Batman prequel centering around the early days of Commissioner Gordon and the early days of a lot of Batman's foes. Um, I... Oh, <laughs> basically... There was a lot of talk about it being Smallville. Uh, what small what Smallville is to Superman, this is to Batman, and they they're not far wrong. At least the pilot, um, in any case. Um, I think the problem is it's just yeah, it's ever so frustrating that you know that there's never going to be any Batman in it, um, even though some might say one of the most cool things about Batman is his um, his array of villains. Um, they're all not those people yet, you know, they're just punks. And so basically what you end up with is a uh, a crime show, but where it's all just incredibly silly and reined in, um, you know, it's a network show, so there's no blood, uh, there's no smoking, there's no swearing, it's, it just feels like sanitised, you know. Are the Batman movies renowned for their blood, swearing and stuff? Is that... No, but they have, like, Batman in it to make up for it, I suppose. And there's some smoking, I too. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's... Well, look, it's difficult going from, like, other shows that I'm watching on HBO to this. And I don't know, I've just, I'm just getting a real massive intolerance for network TV. Yeah. I just, I just can't... Uh, it just bores the tits off me sometimes. How's, I, how's season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going for you? I'm not watching. Oh, okay, good. Okay. I'm proud of you. Rob. No, I've literally put my foot down. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, well it anymore. Done. Well done. Um, I've just got. I've got better. Join the to TV do. master um, race. Well done. <laughs> um, so yeah, and also, so like the thing what they're trying to do here is, especially in the pilot, is introduce all these villains. Although they're not villains yet, some of them are. Some of them are. Ju- they're just street punks, you know. Like the penguin, he works for this gangster called fish mooney who's played by will smith's wife um and uh 
Jada Pinkett Smith, I think. Yeah, she has got a name that isn't Will Smith's wife. (laughs) No, I know, but she's Will Smith's. She is Will Smith's wife. She's also Um, a talented actress in her own right. And singer. She's got a band, apparently. She played at Download once, but I forget what band that was. Um, But anyway, yeah, so her character's uh, like... Will Smith's wife's band? Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah... uh, so yeah, what they're doing is they're trying to introduce all these villains and it starts to turn into, oh look, that's Poison Ivy with the with the cheers and the ginger hair. It's like, and and it's just almost sort of comical. Like by the end of it, I was like, it, it just seemed like a bit of a joke really. Um, and I've heard it gets better. I haven't watched any more of it because the pilot didn't impress me. I've heard it gets better. I've heard it they they uh, bring in like the 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 origins of Arkham Asylum, which is cool. Yeah. Although I did play a video game that was that, and so I don't know if I need to watch all that over a thousand hours. But you, but you have uh, seen again. Batman. You know what Batman's about. What, what, what yeah. new Batman stuff do you want? All of it. I think that's basically it. I just don't. I think. I just don't care enough about Gotham. Come on, Rob. It's only going to be two episode, two hundred episodes or so per season. You can do it. <laughs> I think that's it. I just can't. And 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 you know, the news came out that I mean, I thought they were getting a full season run anyway, but apparently, a full season run on Fox now is not twenty two episodes. Um, it's actually, you know, they've that's in addition because they. Yeah, they normally when a, when you get they get a season order, they'll do everything up to Christmas, and then they'll get what they call the back nine, which is the other half of it. So you end up watching it from now until May. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I just can't be asked. <laughs> There's only so many shows people have time to watch, and that's not one of the ones that I'm going to be watching through to May. No. I might pick it um, up. I don't know. If if I keep hearing... A lot of people said to me, oh, yeah, you get to episode three and suddenly it gets really good. So if people carry on saying stuff like that to me, I'll probably start watching it. Okay. But. but you see, I worry about that when people say that. Is it just like smoking? It's like, you know, <laughs> you have a really nice cigarette and it's not because the cigarette's nice. It's just because you haven't had one for a while. It's like... Is the third episode only good because the rest of it was so shit? Yeah, maybe. So, you know... Maybe I'll just watch uh, episode three. See how, see how I like it. Yeah, well, watch watch the pilot. Um, or don't... don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe do. Pilot, maybe don't watch, watch the second or third one. Yeah, I'll just watch the third one probably... and then go back to the pilot if I like the third one. Yeah. Right, what have we got next? Uh, oh, so The Walking Dead is back. Yeah. The screwing with the wrong people. I just hope you understand that we didn't want to hurt you. Oh. Nothing was personal. You don't have to do this. We can put the world back to how it was. We have a man. He has a cure. We just have to get him to Washington. You just have to take a chance. You don't have a choice. Are you? You join us, and 
you go to Washington and cure this thing. Don't watch for about five minutes every night this week. I just keep falling asleep just because I'm tired. No, it's, it's not boring. <laughs> I just keep falling asleep. So I can do the first no, twenty minutes one. of it if that helps. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I mean, I, we don't have to talk specifics, really. Um, I, I I, just thought that I've just got some thoughts. I mean, look, if you really don't want to be spoiled about The Walking Dead, then, yeah, fast forward five minutes or something. But basically, um, I was just surprised that they uh, left that location quite so quickly. I, I thought to. that was good. I was, I I was really worried. Right. Season stuck in a building going, oh... Let's stay here and make it work. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And clearly, just because that place is gone doesn't mean that story's over. No. So that's all I'm saying. But um, they could have been stuck in a shipping container for for like a couple yeah. of episodes at least. Yeah. Hacking away place, at the side of it. Well, some story on That place was ever the story. That place was just a, a place along the way of the story. Yeah, it was kind of the MacGuffin for last season. Yeah. The, 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 the destination to get to like like now the destination is washington Washington, yeah Yeah. so i mean that to me seems like the arc for the rest of the show although i don't think for a second they're going to cancel it until they absolutely have to but i think that's probably why they're setting up all these other um well at least one spin-off um, I think that's their plan Get, for it to grow, grow all over the network i mean i know i know what's going to happen and uh I could tell you that Washington is not going to be going on for the rest of the show. That oh, okay. that might that might even get finished this season. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, unless the show decides to take an alternate route. It's going back on track with the comics at this point. Right. So they still keep kind of weaving in and out of yeah. the 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 basic comic plot line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean even uh, some of the stuff from episode two, like especially the more shocking stuff, is lifted straight out of the comic, but just with different characters. Okay. You watched uh, episode two long enough to meet Gabriel, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, we won't go there, but that's another character from the comics that's back, is that's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I texted you while Hold I was on. watching it. It's Gabriel saying... the priest. Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah, yeah. I've just fallen asleep after they found him, yeah. Yeah, I I texted John and went, "Is is Gabriel from the comics?" And I got, and he replied with a little picture of of Gabriel from the comics. I was like, "Yay, cool!" <laughs> him looking yeah, terrified, um, like he is for the majority of that episode. <laughs> what I've really enjoyed about what I've what we've had so far is it's not a lot of people bitching and whining. It's a lot of people doing shit, and it is a lot of people though. It is a yeah. massive, massive, fucking massive cast. It's becoming Game of Thrones with zombies. Jesus. Um, and they're all in one place, just waiting to be picked yep. off one by well, one. Well, all split, all split <laughs> off into different groups so we can have different things being shot at the same time and shit. Um, so I found that a little tiresome in three by the end, the, the pairings. Um, it did result in some really good stuff. but, but I enjoy that kind of the, the offshoot stuff when it all comes back together. Because... Yeah, there was definitely a payoff. Yeah. I mean, when um, I might have, I might have got a bit misty there when uh, Daryl and um, yeah, that was a bit of a choker. Daryl and what's her face? What's her name? Uh, Carol. All right, yeah. Carol. <laughs> no, when when Daryl and Carol, I should remember that when they got back together because yeah. there's definitely something going on that there. Was, yeah, uh, that was all really that was kind of a human moment in what is 
very much not a very human show at all in any way. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, although I nah. think like the humanity's sort of coming back to the group. You got um, uh, what's his face? The big dude uh, is kind of renouncing violence. Uh, Tyrese, is it? Yeah, just just yeah, becoming a right. babysitter. Yeah, that's, he's, that's he's kind of like, sweet actually. It's really quite nice. Yeah, although he's, he's like, I'm going to renounce violence, but yet he's seen like more action in the last couple of episodes than yeah. he, he did before. He's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt anyone anymore, apart, oh, apart from these five or six guys and maybe him too, it, and a couple it, of zombies. It feels it feels like they're they're kind of more real people, and not, it's it's less of a soap opera. Yeah, I think the the fucking farm season is, has destroyed me a little for this, but it, that was a bit of a soap opera in places and. The thing with his mate getting at the end and shit. It was all a bit, oh, God, it's like ER with zombies. It's enough now. I'm just worried. That- I, think it's, okay. so I think it's like a difficult balance they have there because at the same time they want to appease like the real kind of hardcore comic fans and the, the people that are there for like the, the gore. Well, maybe the comic people are like a third axis on this because you've got the comic people, you've got the people that watch it for the violence and the gore, and then you've got sort of maybe the people maybe or maybe there aren't even people that are interested in in the character bit but it's sort of like you need the character bit for the whole thing to work yeah. uh no um, there are people that are interested in the character bit that is um my other half becky um she's just like she's like oh look he's she's back and oh they're back together again that's nice it's like <laughs> for her it is like a soap opera i think <laughs> I enjoy, but I, I enjoy think, that because that's that's human. That's how humans interact. But everything doesn't have to be the drama of fugly crying and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. yeah, even the prison. Some of the prison stuff was a bit. Uh, what what am I watching? Somebody gets everyone's ill. Everyone's sick. Yeah, that was so yeah. dull, oh. wasn't it? <laughs> that was really hard work. Yes. Um, but there was yeah, there was a really good scene um, in episode two between Rick and uh, and Carl. So I'm not saying what it is, but it was just it's just cool. And even though I find Carl, he's got that thing like that Bran from Game of Thrones has, where it's like, oh my god, he's got a beard. He's like a man now. <laughs> After like four seasons, it's like it is kind of hilarious. But um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Carl's like a really cool character, and and even though he's like you know getting a bit of stubble now, he's still like <laughs> even he's though still, he's still like now. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still. I mean, maybe in ten years' time, the joke will be wearing a bit thin. Yeah. But it's like, I guess you can still. It's kind of. Um, they don't really. It's not like twenty-four, is it? There's not like a real prescribed timeline here. You could kind of go, well, maybe. Yeah, they and also, it's not shit. Plus, well, like yeah. you know, he's gonna he's gonna grow up fast in that kind of world, isn't he? Maybe not necessarily <laughs> yeah, with facial it, hair, it. but you know. <laughs> <clears throat> that's it, and the same could be argued with Bran as well, Bran Stark. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, it, it it works pretty well. I'm 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 optimistic for this season. Um, we all know which way I, it could I go, still though. Watch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah. John, um, do you think that if they go back to the graphic novel storyline more, they'll be more on track? And do you think uh, when it wasn't as interesting, it was because they were kind of trying to do their own thing? Um, I think they spun parts of the graphic novel out for too long. Um, right. Things like them being. Uh, everyone talks about how they're all on the farm for virtually the entire series and uh, that is yeah a very small that whole part is a very small part of the graphic novels um i think there's there's some good the uh honestly at this point in the graphic novels there's there's some cool bits and then probably after where this season will finish it starts getting a little bit dull for me 
Um, but yeah, this season there's a lot there's a lot of good material they can use, and hopefully it'll they'll put it together nicely and make it work. <laughs> and does it does it pick up after the dull phase at the end of this season? Um, does it just kind of slip away and lose itself a bit? It does pick up, but what kind of happens is it starts repeating itself a bit. Right. So um, you know the character of the governor. There's another guy who's very similar to the governor, only more brutal, and you know the sort of warring factions happens again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that character that I was talking about, I thought they'd introduced him at the end of the first episode, um, but apparently it wasn't him. He looked just like him. Uh, the character's called Negan, and a, a huge guy in a baseball jacket at the end of the first episode of this season. It, um, he would brutalise the dudes at um, a Sanctuary, was it called? Oh, uh, Terminus. Terminus, that was it, yeah. Um he, he looked just like him and there's a lot of buzz on the internet about it as well, going, oh, they've just put Negan into the show. Um, uh, right. But yeah, apparently that it's been officially denied that it wasn't him. But if it wasn't, then I, I don't know what they were doing, putting somebody who looked the spit of the dude in the comic in, uh, wearing his clothes. <laughs> like Maybe, yeah, maybe they're just winding the fans up. I think so, yeah. It was probably just a little nod to the comic fans. Generating clickbait. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, as far as um, brutality goes, the season opener was no yeah, large I mean, part, I thought. It's kind of, there's enough of that in the real world without seeing that in TV. I know it's supposed to be a brutal TV, but I, I yeah. just, it, that was a bit fucking much for me. For me. It was, like box, it was like box cutter from Breaking Bad times. It, yeah, it was just yeah. like, God knows. But, in, oh, their, in their favour, at least they bonked them over their head first, so we didn't get gurgling and shit. I I was just watching that scene though. I was like, "Hurry up! They're getting to the principal cast members." <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous. Like red shirt, red shirt, yeah. red shirt, Glenn. Well, yeah, all very red shirts. But yeah, very much so. Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, this in, in the graphic novel, this is very much the point at which everybody is fair game. You know, you've noticed that there's. There's a lot of cast members now. Uh, yeah, there yeah. there won't be so many yeah. soon. <laughs> I'm, it's almost like worth putting a uh, sweepstakes yeah, together. Deadpool. Yeah, me, yeah, me and me and uh, my housemate have a gentleman's bet on uh, like who is gonna go next, and uh, I don't want to go into that just now. But. Well, the end the end of that second episode, um, the guy. Uh, uh, the, the bit, it, the guy that it focuses on at the end of that second episode, he's not in the comic, um, and no. his character is Dale's character in the comic. Do you remember Dale, the right. old guy uh, yeah. with yeah. the hat? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, Bob. Yeah. Oh right, I was I was just going to say like uh, that they might be down one less uh, actor from the wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right. They've already replaced him with the guy, uh, with the priest guy, from the from wire. the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Tagged yeah, him in on his way out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on before we get too spoilery on that. Um, I just wanted to mention I'm watching the final. I've nearly finished. There's only one left actually of the final season of Boardwalk Empire. I propose we pool our resources, enter into a partnership. With my experience and know-how, we can build an infrastructure ready to distribute alcohol throughout... What experience? 
Beg your pardon? To what experience are you referring? My background is quite varied. Uh, would you uh, care to elaborate? If there's any question of my integrity, Senator Lloyd... We're simply asking what qualifies you to be in the liquor business. Specifically. What qualifies me is that for the past 11 years, I've been one of the most successful bootleggers in the country. I just wanted to mention this. There's a few things about this that are kind of cool. First up, uh, it's only eight episodes, and it, but it feels like they've still got the same budget for 12. So, um, and uh, it's also set, uh, there's like a 10-year time jump. So it's now set in the 1930s. Um, Capone is now full-on gangster, although most of the scenes I've seen him in have taken place in hotel rooms. But there's still quite a lot of ultraviolence and gangstery stuff going on in that. Um, also, uh, what they've done as well is they've used this opportunity to tell the backstory of main character Nucky Thompson. So while it's there's a 10-year time jump forward for most of it, there's also... A kind of god 40 year sort of backwards jump uh, in flashbacks and stuff that take that sort of chronicle nookie as a boy to a guy who was helping out mobsters to a guy who's actually a policeman i didn't even know that that was a thing but anyway yeah so it sort of it sort of fills in all the gaps and sort of throughout the the run of the seasons which all of which have just been shot exceptionally and the casting for the people who are playing the younger versions of themselves is amazing whoever they've got doing the casting for this it's it's uncanny uh, it's brilliant um i mean you know um nucky thompson the guy who plays him uh S steve uh Bashimi. yeah yeah he's not he's quite a distinctive looking guy isn't Just a he bit, you know? yeah <laughs> yeah so they found this guy who's who's playing his son, who's playing the younger version of him, and I'm going to find his name just because he deserves a shout out. Yeah, Mark Pickering is is his name, and uh, yeah, he's just done this brilliant job he, with the teeth and everything. It's just fantastic, and also the girl that plays the younger version of Gillian, uh, she's brilliant as well. Um, there's only one episode left. They've killed off quite a lot of people at this point, yeah. and I can only imagine the final episode is going to be a bit of a bloodbath. Uh, I'm also speculating on a twist that could really, really blow my mind if it if it actually if they actually go there. Um, but I won't I won't say who it is. But yeah, um, Steve Stephen Graham's brilliant as Al Capone still. He's got a massive scar across his face now. All of the guys who were kind of kicking around and were a bit like punks through the rest of the show they're all kind of proper big gangsters now and because you've got this time jump between the younger stuff that was going on the story of nookie and stuff and the stuff that's now in the 1930s it feels like they've really gone for it they want to make godfather 2 you know as a show um it's definitely got that feel to it so and i i i, I was thinking as well because it, it is almost like the, a prequel and a sequel you could almost start with this season and uh and then watch the rest of it afterwards cool really okay because i was yeah, thinking there's mate. so much catching up to do for me that can i be asked because well, it may i guess i guess it might have a different weight to it uh having you know watched all of it but i think 
you'd have a much better idea of who some of these people are if you watched the, you know, the this current season. It's really filling in a lot of blanks. Okay. Um, but it might not have the same effect. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So Maybe that's what series are we on idea. now? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, because I'm only halfway through series one now. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's there are only thirteen episodes a season, but they're long episodes. They're like an hour. So. Yeah. But it's not like. It's not like catching up on. Ten seasons of Smallville or Supernatural or whatever. <laughs> God, who would who would but, catch up on Supernatural at this point? <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, I mean, I, I I think it's a great show. But anyway, um, that's enough of that. Um, new season of Homeland has started. Has anyone watched yep. this? The ambassador's out front with the locals on this, so she's pissed. Can't say I blame her. Sandy's intel was good until now. What do you think happened? No idea. Not even his own case officers know what he's up to half the time. Lone wolf. Yeah, leaves the embassy odd hours, doesn't say where to. Girlfriend? Maybe, or maybe he's meeting the asset who's feeding him these upper tier targets. So who is this asset of his? I thought you knew. Nope. I have no clue either, so you'll have to ask him. Well, I will, because I'm the one dropping fire on all these people. Yeah, well, I know what that's like. What? Checking names off a kill list for a living. Job. It doesn't bother you? What about when it goes wrong? It doesn't happen that often. But it did this time. They were Hakani's family. They knew who he was. They knew the chance they were taking being there. Sandy said the same thing. He provides the coordinates. I fly the missions. We make a good team. I guess Istanbul was too tame for you. Well, I was looking forward to it, but Kabul opened up. It's a hardship post. It's more money. Like you care about that. It's more action. But you can't bring defendants. I wanted to bring you. Why didn't you come? We should get you to the embassy. What do you think? I'm not sure. How far? How many have you watched? Uh, two and a half. <clears throat> <laughs> that sleep thing again. No, well, they've only. It's only. <laughs> it's only the third week in the states this week, is it, or the second week? I've watched up to three. Yeah, but they've. They haven't all aired yet. Uh, n- not on Channel Four yet. No. Good recovery. But by the time this comes out. I think they're up on iTunes. If you really must have okay. them, like immediately, a lot of the a lot of the US shows are now. Right. Sons of Anarchy, the latest season of that, not on any TV yeah. channels, but it's all on iTunes, which is where I've been getting it from. Oh yeah, of course, I've also <laughs> been legitimately downloading it for my job money. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen any of these, John? No, no, I haven't yet. Are you going to just before I? Spoiler yeah, I was spoiler. interested in why you haven't watched it yet, John, because you're normally well on Home, the case with... Homeland, this. I just... Um, I don't know, really. Just haven't got around to it. There's There's been other stuff on that I wanted to watch, and I've, I've just been busy, so... <laughs> I just wondered if there was, like, uh, you had a problem with season three and just, like... No, I mean, it wraps just... it up quite nicely, is, is all I'd say. Like, season three, I, I yep. felt like that was the end. Um, so yep. season four, yeah, I'm up, I'm up for watching it, but um, 
I don't think there's any particular rush because I'm guessing it's pretty much like a reboot. Yep. Well, I think they did quite a lot of work in season three to sell the idea of the show without a certain character. And um, now there's even less of those characters. And they've they've set up new ones. Um, basically, you've got... Um, uh, the, the basic setup is that there's a, a, a bomb gets dropped on a wedding and uh, the only survivor is um, this young guy who's played by, mm. is it Sharma? To be clear, the Americans drop a bomb on a wedding thinking they're going to kill a terrorist. And while I think they do kill the terrorist, they also blatter family wedding with 40 people in it. Or 60 people. So same setup as the first series then. Essentially, that's that's how um, our main terrorist guys and Brody got converted to radical Islam. Yeah, and that's <clears throat> I think that's what the thing that I I probably watch a couple more to see if it goes down that route. But well, Rob's trying to find the name of the guy that's playing the found it the kid who survives. At the moment, he's very people are saying his friends are saying, "Oh, you should want to go and kill America because they've done this." And hello to the NSA for me saying that, by the way. Um, but he's also saying, well, why should I do that? Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. Yeah, Siraj, Siraj Sharma, he was the kid in uh, Life of Pi. Oh, okay. Oh, that's more yeah. interesting then, I guess. I recognised him straight away, but I couldn't place him. Um, but yeah, that's who he is. Um, and Saul is now working as a private contractor, yeah. isn't he, for a private security firm? Um, At the moment, anyway. And so... You've got Tracy Letts, who plays Andrew Lockhart. He's now... He was the arsehole in season three, and now he's in charge of the CIA. Well, yeah. He got that promotion at the end of season three, didn't he? Regardless. Yeah, that's right. That was what it was all about. But, so um, is Carrie doing all right? I mean, is... <laughs> Only... Oh, well, well, unless her, you're her daughter. Yeah, she's doing fine. Mother of the year. She's Jesus fucking Christ. I've oh, does she have like a Michael like Jackson it. moment or something? Mmm... Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, uh, can't spoil it too much. No, no, it's not you really. Pro- you but, probably um, want to run a bath and have a bit of a relax, really, before you watch this. I think the guy who plays Peter Quinn, uh, he's pretty. He's really good. I think like his character's getting <sighs> nice, fleshed out. Yeah, but he's, isn't he becoming Jack Bauer? I think my concern with this is it's going to become Twenty Four, where something bad happens at the start and there's a will they won't they baddie for a number of seasons a number of episodes and then something dramatic happens at the end and we a lot of people are really out of breath yeah and nobody goes to the toilet journeys take three minutes instead of five hours all of this shit uh, and that worked for 24 for about three or four seasons and then it became so formulaic it kind of became a parody of itself mm. and I think Homeland had some really interesting ideas in the first season and the third season and it would be a shame for them to be muddied by we've got to churn out the same shit we did last year. And I think that it could be what they're doing with season... What is this for? Season four? Yeah. Um, and that would I be th- a shame because the characters are very interesting, as disturbing as they can be. Yeah. Um, but I would hate to see Quinn become this kind of quivering wreck of a man when he was just a complete machine really in previous seasons he was he had a bit of a conscience but he was he did what he did and that was that 
Well, I think he's he's kind of uh, a bit shell shocked from the events of the first episode, and it's he's having a little bit of a yeah, but moment. <laughs> that immediately grated with me because that's nothing he hasn't gone up against before. Um, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't mm. done things in his life that are worse than that. And then he's going, oh, oh, I'm feeling a bit PTSD about this. I think I think really the problem is that he's he was kind of a side character. He was, you know, but, but, and and now he's kind of been forced into the limelight because like they've they've run out of other yeah, characters because the, you know somebody needs <laughs> we have to say that if you haven't watched season three yet then sorry for the spoilers that are coming but we can't talk about it and not say what's happened yeah they're trying to fill the Brody void which isn't a euphemism yeah. <laughs> and i don't know if quinn can fill it because quinn in my mind is this cold-hearted bastard who just does the job and if he's yeah. to become this, I mean, he was quite Idealist. sweet. He's, he's yeah, he, he's been quite sweet with people he's met during the the episodes that I've watched, and he's been quite a gentleman, I would say. But it's completely out of character from what we know f- of him before, and it would be a shame for him to become the Brody figure when we've done Brody. Why do we need to have another Brody? Yeah, and that and that's where I think if they if they copy the Homeland template. It's just going to become formulaic, like Twenty Four did, and that would be. That well, would be I'd say I, I, I don't think of Homeland as having a template as such. Um, not in the same way that Twenty Four does. Um, I think, to be honest, Twenty Four is a victim of its template. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but I think with Homeland, they did something really special in season three. I with the whole uh, when she was in hospital and stuff, and it all became like it was all a double double you know, twist thing and, you know, she was in there yeah, undercover. Yeah, yeah. I that was fucking awesome. And they really and they constructed that whole show like uh they they went on record and said that they'd constructed it as three acts. It was a long con, definitely. And I didn't and I don't see that structure forming yet, but then you are, know, I didn't see it last Are you suggesting time. that this the story that they've started will last for three seasons? No, I mean that season three itself was three acts. Oh okay. Okay, fair enough. There was there was there was the the bit with with her in cover, yeah, yeah. then there was finding Brody, and then there was the mission at the end. Yeah. So it was constructed like that, which was really neat. I thought. Um, I think one of the writers on some of the stronger episodes, especially the one where Brody was in full on like, sort of drug hell. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Yeah. Really well yeah, shot. Yeah, that was good. Uh, one of the writers is di- is dead now. Um, so. I hate to say that I hate to think that that might play into the success of season four. Um, <laughs> well, that's a cheery comment. That's <laughs> well, I know, no, but it's just a shame because he was he's he had his eye on the you know ball right. with that, uh, and uh, I don't know whether well, it's kind of like when Alan Ball left True Blood. You know, it went completely off the rails. This is going to sound cold, and forgive me. I'm sure he was a lovely man and a great writer, but there are other good writers out there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm not. It, yeah, it may I'm be an opportunity that. for somebody to not make it formulaic, but at the moment, it just it feels like it's more of the same, and the characters are just they're going in directions I really wasn't expecting them to, which can be good. People do that. Yeah. But I'm I'm waiting to if you get around to watching it, John, I'd be interested to hear what you think of it. Yeah, his name was Henry Brommel, and he did a lot of he did Homicide, Life on the Street. 
Homeland. Uh, I think he also had a lot to do with um, the show with Jason Isaacs. Uh, Brotherhood? Uh, that's it. Yeah, I think he had quite a lot to do with that as well. Well, that was... But yeah. Yeah, Brotherhood was quality, so... Yeah, no, he's... He, yeah, he's really good. Um, really good writer. But anyway, uh, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Sons of Anarchy is also back. The desire for revenge. It's a part of grieving. In my world, violent desires will never become real. In yours. It's a very likely outcome. I already lost the woman I love. I'm not gonna lose my club. Keeping our truth away from him is the right thing to do. The last time I heard you share your vision, you were talking about cutting the ties to the things that were killing us. I don't have a vision anymore. What's Jack's gonna do if he finds you? What do you think? I need to know that every single one of you would die for the man next to him. We're all in, brother. Me and John have been watching that, I think. Yeah, I've been watching it, yeah. I haven't watched the very latest one. Oh, I'm back up to date. Oh, right, okay. Well, I don't know what happened. The last... Uh, what happened? Uh, well, I don't want to say exactly what happened. But, um, yeah, what, what 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 do you think of this season, this final season so far? Um, I think it's been pretty good. But, uh, to be honest, at this point... Um, yeah, I don't really give a shit. I just want to know how it ends. <laughs> just want to fast forward. Like, I know I need to watch these episodes so that I'll understand the ending. But yeah, I don't know. I've seen it all now. I know I know what the characters are about. Nothing's going to surprise me that they do. Other than, um, no. you know, Jack's becoming like an ultra-violent beast throughout this, throughout the start of this series has, has been a bit unnerving. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just don't really know where it's going or if, if I'm going to be particularly entertained with it by the time I get to the end. I do feel like, uh, you know, it, it's end is, isn't, is overdue to an extent. I don't, I think they've, they've kind of, I feel like they've dragged it out a little. Um, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the show. I kind of got into it when there wasn't really a lot else on. Yeah. And I kind of watched so much of it and I caught up with it on, in such a short period of time that I don't know. I kind of, the characters did grow on me, a lot of them, although unfortunately there aren't many of them left now. Um, it's just, that's just the way these shows go, isn't it? You know, whenever guns and drugs are involved, oh, yeah. not everyone is going to be left standing. I um, fully expect that no one's going to walk away. Yeah, I know. It's like they've lost, it's like what happened in The Wire when, you know, a certain character died in the middle of that and was a bit of a shocker. Yeah. Um, although it wasn't really quite as much of a shock in this case. Most people really do have it coming by the time they get off in this show. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 sad um, that there's, uh, you know, some of them are gone. Although to make up for that, they uh, Kurt Sutter's been bringing in a lot of his rock star pals. We had Matey out of uh, Jane's Addiction last season. Yeah. And in this one, we've got uh, Marilyn Manson playing a, white supremacist yeah that's quite good and, isn't it though I, yeah it's probably one of the most enjoyable and, uh, bits of it that that he's a fake yeah. white supremacist as well he's just like his character is just just in it for the money and he's like oh you know well i've got to sell the brand yeah <laughs> you know, talk, yeah talking yeah, about racism brilliant. and yeah i think jack t- says to him something along the lines of uh 
Like, the only colour you see is green. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I've got to sell the brand. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. And also, we've got Courtney Love playing a, uh, like a a, a nanny. Yeah. (laughs) Which is just the most hilarious bit of miscasting ever. It's just hilarious. It's just so comical, isn't it? Like, how can you take the show entirely seriously when they do shit like that? I I suppose it's on purpose to a certain extent, hopefully. It is. It is. I just think the the humour in it sometimes. Oh, I don't know. I and also, you know what? I I've suspected it's from the start, but I don't think the guy who plays Jax is a very good actor. I don't think he's bad, but um, well, we haven't really seen him like anything he's... else, have we? Well, apart from Pacific Rim, where he was just deadpan as hell. But um, I just feel like I just find. I mean, maybe they were always going for that kind of, he's not really quite grown into it. He's putting on shoes that are too big for him. But he's kind of just got this slight annoying swagger that I just find a little bit annoying. Especially when he's about um, to kill someone. He, he's His bowl becomes like a mile wide at that point, isn't it? So like... Yeah, it's just... Oh, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I mean, they are gangsters. You're not supposed to root for all of them, but... Uh, you know, it's it's difficult to get the whole kind of anti-hero sympathy thing going on when they are effectively such a bunch of guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially, so, like, Tiggy's yeah. character. Oh, I, I love that character, but he's just becoming more and more depraved as the seasons go on, isn't he? Oh, God, yeah. Well, him and, uh, what's, what's, uh, matey's character, the tranny? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, Venus. Venus. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Oh, well. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think that'll do it for TV. We've gone on long enough. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. Uh, I'm EboGB, which is E-B-O-W-G-B. So you can catch me on Twitter at, um, at WobblyJohn. And production this week was by John. Thanks, John. As Contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at www.notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Well, the deal goes down. Apparently, it's going to be yeah. based around the uh, the dark judges as well. So oh, really? yeah, yeah, so that yeah. will be quite. That'll be amazing. You know, we have some judge death and stuff like that. It'll be yes. uh, <clears throat> should be pretty full on. But I mean, we don't know what the format's going to be yet. These just these might just be ten minute shorts, one per episode, might not they? Rather than a full on TV format webisode. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Siri just went absolutely nuts then because it's plugged in and. Basically, it will just listen to me now. Did I say keywords? If I say, I'm going to have to turn my phone off because otherwise it's going to keep talking at me. Stupid bloody phone. This is because you've got you've bought a new iPhone 6, right? It is, yeah. Enough. Everybody switched off now. <laughs>
Hasht- <laughs> hashtag should have gone Sorry. Android. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I may well cut all that out. That that's probably an floor, outtake. We can should, that. should I say what I was saying again? Or <laughs> yeah, go on then if you can remember it all. Yeah. Um, so what I'd got as far as you were basically saying it's about the dark judges. Oh yeah. So um, this... just before oh. we carry on, Rob, can you just turn your head to the right a little? Just to turn your head to the right, and then bit no. Sometimes that line on your ceiling, when it lines up with your fr- with your uh, the thing, you look like Toby. You look like emo Toby Maguire from Spider Man Three. When it lines <laughs> oh, up right, with okay. the thing, so just lean <laughs> your head. Thing? Turn your head back a bit further, and then just move your head to the left very slightly. There you go. And just so when it lines up with your. <laughs> Brilliant. Just because it was on the other day and I saw him and then I thought, Christ, that's just a... Oh, right, okay. Anyway, sorry, moving on. <coughs> <laughs> Okie doke. Uh... To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. 